Hello, podcast neighbors. It's been a long time. Um, I think we hit our 10th episode and maybe we were resting on our laurels. And I know we're hovering just under a thousand downloads. Only a few hundred of those are me. Um, so we're about to make uh, break that mark. So 10 episodes and coming up on a thousand um, downloads. And uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna head fast and, and go uh, go beyond it because um, something kind of big happened in Dublin um, recently, um, and so we can we can uh, cash in on you know some other um, podcast uh, luminaries and and uh, grab onto their coattails a little bit you know put them in the um, put them in the tags so it's called tags and. Um, and see what happens. You know, you don't need to tell everybody how we're going to scam them. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't, but I, you know, I'm just trying to set up, uh, you know. That's all. I hand it over to you, Devlin. Well, yeah, Devlin so, Farmer, so I had a magazine project where I had to do a magazine on something, and I did uh, on a uh, Cashing In with TJ Miller, which is a podcast, and I actually managed to interview Cash Levy. Very exciting. Um, and he talked about me and our interview on the podcast. It's very funny. If you're curious, uh, listen to the episode Paparazzi Trojan. Uh, and if you don't want to listen to the whole episode, which I will think less of you for, but still have grudging respect for you and your ideals, uh, just go to about 24 minutes in to about 29 minutes in. Yeah, so Devlin, uh, Devlin talked to Cash Levin. You talked to him for like a, an hour, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it was more like 45 minutes. You guys had a good conversation. It was really fun, yeah. He was in L.A. on his car. And in his, his car. car, not on not it. Not on his car, I guess. He's and like he, leaning up against his and car. And at some point he had to pull over, though, and talk to you, right? So that's how you knew he was in his car. No, I think he went home. He got home. He got home, so he sat in the driveway. It's your whole driveway time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And his partner, T.J. Miller, is, uh, you know, he's a big shot. He's uh, And Cash is a, pretty, you know. On an HBO uh, series yeah, right now. Yeah, and um, Cash is headlighting in his own right also. So Devlin, um, yeah, we, won't, we won't tell you the whole thing, but Devlin, uh, they mentioned him and talked about six minutes about, right? Yeah. Talk about mm -hmm. It's very exciting. And, uh, and they're going to talk about me more in future episodes. In fact, there's a new caching in which they will. They might read the interview questions out, um, but I uh, I don't know if that's I have to I have to listen to it first. This is a pretty huge deal. Yeah. So um, so Devlin uh, and you want to tell them what your name is? They named you. Devlin has. Uh, no, you'll, you'll you'll find out, or you could just look in the tags. It's your choice. I'm not going to tell them my alias. They can. They'll find out. They'll find out. All right. So he's gonna this is proof that. that you listen to that episode. Well, maybe we'll tag your name in there too. Or can we do that? No, we can't do it if we don't say it, right? It has to just be things we talk about. Technically, we did talk about my name no. without saying it. What should we, um, should we say it? Should we just tell them? No, they, we can put it in the tags. All right. We'll or they it. could listen. We'll save it's it. It's very mysterious. We'll save it for next time. Because most of our listeners are probably too old to figure out where the tags are. <laughs> so I feel confident they'll listen to figure out. No, I think, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know, it's hard to say. And we, we, our listeners are kind of a mystery. We, we, we think that, you know, we have ideas about We have like one or two people who are strangers. And friends, and I imagine there's a few strangers out there. Two. I'm going to no more than two. Do you think there's strangers at all? Two. There's, yeah. Two strangers. There may not be. <laughs> or there's just one guy in Kentucky or something. This, this might just be a completely inside job and just people who know us. Because it's hard to imagine someone who doesn't know yeah, us. Yeah, tell your, tell your friends about us, guys. Especially you, guy who lives in Kentucky, our only listener who is a yeah. stranger. Oh, sorry. We're, um, I'm, I'm trying to, to make Devlin stop wiggling with the table and... And uh, making more noise. Yeah, you're one to talk, Jesus. So we're um, we're getting ready for kitchen remodel. It's a little scary and a little um, crazy and kind of exciting. And 
We're yeah. in the the basement next to a crock pot. Uh, yeah, all the um, all the we Trace and I um, took all the stuff out of the kitchen last night, and so it's all migrated to other parts of the house. Um, uh, but it's kind of great. It's big and empty and echoes and. Remember our B minus episode? Yeah, I don't remember. This is worse than that. Oh, episode. come on. It's so bad we're judging already. <laughs> Devlin and I already went. We just went on a uh, on a man trip. Just us men's went, uh, went camping. It was very exciting. We hawked for... White, hawked. Yeah, we sure did. We hawked. No, we, we hiked for uh, six hours yes, to the end of a cape. And there were two drunk women there. That's right. There were two women, and they were sitting beyond the guardrail <laughs> on the edge of a cliff. Each with a bottle of wine, yeah, just two, asking for they it. They had two empty bottles of wine, so we caught them at the and end And do you mind what I say what you told me to the podcast listeners? Oh, I guess. <laughs> he said... <laughs> You said, is it, is, it, is it bad if I feel like I want to push them or push them off or something like that? You know, like I am that. sorry. I get these. I would never do it, <laughs> but I have these. They were they were loud and annoying and drunk, and, and uh, you know, I get those thoughts every once in a while. <laughs> the, the important thing is that you don't act on them. The right? meanest thing I think you've ever said is that there was a... Oh, are you going to say that? Oh, I don't know if you're going to... No, no, it's, it's, I'm not going to tell you, like, it's not specific, but it was a, uh, oops, sorry. Um, I think, I, it was really funny, though, and, like, it was in, like, you were justified in saying it, you called one of your students a waste of food. Yeah. That was, that was your, your meanest... That was the meanest thing. The meanest thing you've ever said. the meanest thing you've ever heard me say. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it is a matter of opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure with enough careful mining we could find all kinds of mean things that I say. Um, hopefully not too much. Anyway, it was fun. We went camping. It was just the two of us, and we um, we uh, got to the campsite. We set up the tent, working together, and then we um, loaded up the pack with um, summer sausage and cheese and, and a couple of boxes of crackers. And, and which originates, originates from a song Fiona made up that goes like, summer sausage, cheese, and crackers, yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah, a yeah, it's kind of family lore, and that's become our. That's our, you usually eat it out of the back of a van. That's right. That's our camping. Uh, that's our camping lunch. Our go-to camping lunch. And we, yeah, we usually just pop the hatch and sit on the bumper. And oh, should we tell them know. about our our segments, our new segments? Yeah, well, let's just do them. Let's do them on the fly. But I want to. I want to talk a little bit more about our hike. We had this amazing hike, and we um, uh, we hiked all the way up. Uh, first, we had to go to the North Trail, and there, there was a detour. And um, we didn't know they had a sign that said, you know, uh, um, the trail is closed ahead, 1.2 miles, but we thought there'd be another turnoff. So we hiked down. And well, we- it was like the trail is closed 1.2 miles ahead, and then there were two trails, and it just said the trail. So there right. was really no way to distinguish between the trails. Well, I knew that the one trail was heading to the road, and we were supposed to do that detour, but I thought there would be another chance to oh, get there. Oh, why didn't you say that to me? I did say that to no, you. No, you didn't. I did. I no, just don't think you understood me. But we, the, we hiked down, and it was all downhill, of course, on the way. And we got to the bridge, and the bridge was closed, and we're not supposed to do it, but we went ahead anyway. We, we didn't climb on the bridge. We went under. We climbed like under, under the bridge like trolls, and then we um, then we hiked. It was kind of fun because uh, you know the, no one was there. We were you know we were just hiking on the lone trail because it was all even though it was very that was the hardest part of the journey. Yeah, and it was it was um, it was pretty sweaty and uh, effortful to try to get to the top of that thing. And it kept we had to call out to the bears, "Hey bear, hey bear." No, we didn't have to. You just chose to. <laughs> that was the one. There was part. no bear in sight. That was the one part of the trail that I felt like, oh, maybe. Um, and you're like. What about the other detour, the crazy detour you took? 
What crazy detail? When you were trying to get oh, back. Oh, yeah, actually, switch. that was the, yeah, we, we, and we went to the Cape, and then, then the lookout trail, which was an amazing, amazing thing. You walk and you, you're, you're. This isn't important to the story. We were heading back. You're several hundred feet above the, the ocean, and you just see these incredible, expansive views, and you can see like 40 miles in every direction. And so, right, but you, we were heading, we were heading back, and Dad has like, hey, let's go, go up this little, like, you know, climbing thing. Uh, it might take us to the next switchback. We can cut down on time. It didn't take us to the next switchback. It just took us to some more branches in the face. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty thick northwest uh, forest, and we got about 100 yards out into it, and I did have that moment where I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> because the trail was very, you know, it was very vague. And Dad was like, I was like, is that a bear done? It was, yeah. it was really... Well, there was a lot of underbrush, and some of it looked like it was sort of piled up. And it was, yeah, it was hard not to not to think, oh, this is how this is how people get in trouble out in the woods. So and then, you know, there was this guy named back. Jimmy who was like, had an alcohol still back there and was making some whiskey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we spoke to him a little, and he, uh, Jim, what was his name? Jerry? Jim? Will Abner. Little Abner, yeah, Little Abner, that's what we called him. He uh, gave Dad some whiskey, and Dad brought it to the drunk ladies, uh, and then took their wine and pushed them off. Yeah. So that's, and then we, we were arrested. And then uh, we're not really here right now. So please, please leave a message at the tone. <laughs> Beep. So what? So, so yeah. So we did After a little. Call, we did a little trail. We tried to do a. We tried to do a shortcut, but I rem- but I forgot that that part of the trail was pretty much just a, an up and down. It wasn't the switchbacks that the other one had been. So we just were. Um, we just got in the woods and then turned around and came back down. But we made it. We got back down. It was hard. What was the hardest part? Uh, it was either the first part after the fake bridge, uh-huh. or the the when we were actually at the campsite, but our actual campsite was still yeah. like a couple more minutes. That was the hardest part. We had finally made it. It was a long way. It was ten miles round trip. Yeah. Of, of hiking, and we finally got back to the campsite, and it was like, oh, and we knew we had like half a mile to go to get to where our campsite was, and it was it was um, a rubbery legged. Um, hard walk and then when we we got there we just kind of sat in our chairs and blew off uh, hundreds of things we were supposed to do and then we went to the cheese factory the Tillamook cheese factory later in the trip and uh, the best part I hold to is where you go through the line and you eat several like cheeses on the yeah it is the best we should have gone through a couple of times <laughs> yeah yeah next time we should go through like six or seven times because <laughs> that part went by so fast yeah you, you know? just want more they uh, should have like rows of cheese yeah they should and like a red rope i was very um i'm very specific about the cheese factory too when we got there and the way the way i like it is you go upstairs you buy your ice cream at the upstairs ice cream because vendor. from there you can walk and look down onto the workers who most of have carpal tunnel syndrome dad calls them the worker bees, the worker bees and yes, we, that's a little uh, we all we all look down on the we look down yeah, on the worker it's bees a, it's an odd thing you get an ice cream and you just sort of you know yeah, okay, I know what I know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Rick, the cheesemaker. What was his name? Uh, or, uh, was it wasn't Rick. It was Dave. Dave. Uh, <laughs> I, Dave. I got some cheese in places. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got cheese grilled away. Yeah. yeah cheese, cheese. So apparently, sixteen years. The, the yeah. owner, well, the head cheese master of Tillamook is this guy called Dave or Dan or something, mm-hmm. and he 
is a great guy because he cares so much about the cheese. He loves his job. He's a master cheese and maker. comes he, from a family of cheese makers. There's a rumor that he's got like 17-year-old cheese around mm. that and uh, they asked him that on this video and he said, "Oh, I got cheese in places." <laughs> Desk drawers, <laughs> back of closets. <laughs> you get a sense. He's just... got one in his pocket, maybe. Yeah. yeah, he pulls it out. He's like, "Here, this is from 1977." <laughs> that was a good year. What was it? What happened in 1977? Uh, uh, full-on punk rock year, buddy. Did anything else happen? Uh, rock is cool, but I mean, did something significant? Disco was big too, so it was punk rock and disco. And so they so... made like punk rock disco. No, no. They, were, they were two separate camps, but they were kind of existing simultaneously, side by side. And Saturday Night Fever came out that year, I think. This big disco movie with John Travolta, and we sat in the uh, theater and watched it like four times in a row because it was so cool. Oh, I thought you said you watched uh, Young Frankenstein four I times in a row too. with that I, I other a lot kid of with the briefcase. Over and over again. Yeah, with Derek Rabar. Derek, if you're out there, man, I hope you're doing well. He's not um, out there. He is somewhere. He's not listening, but he's no, not he's listening. not. He's not listening. He's some high-powered attorney somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a briefcase in third grade. You know, I mean, the kid was headed for something. You know, it was he was headed for a lot of mockery in third grade by carrying briefcase. <laughs> I, think, I think it was a sign that he was going to make something out of himself. So, and he was pretty cool. By what if he's renamed himself Dave or Rick or Dan, and he's the cheese master? He's, he's not. But the cheese master—that's a pretty great job. I, I know think. that's what you wanted. You want to be a cheese taster for a, for a as a child. Yeah. yeah, and he was until pretty recently, Deb. That's true. That's <laughs> a couple years true. ago, you finally let that one go. I think. Well, you just—I uh, mean—but then you have to like eat the weird cheese curds and just uh, so. yeah, I guess yeah. yeah and, you, and you would probably you may lose your love for the cheese. Would you, I mean? Yeah, you know, Dave. Dave talked about how he liked to come into work, taste a little cheese, and you know, he seemed to he seemed to still just love it. You he, know? And then the the cheeses are all packaged up in line. It's like this is the last time we'll see the cheese. I mean, it's kind of sad. It's but I'm sad saying goodbye to the cheese. Yeah, but I'm glad that there are many <laughs> cheese loving people out there are gonna eat. Yeah. Eat the cheese. It was like the cheese was his was his child. Hey, hey, Dad, you remember the episode of B minus? Yeah, we're still doing worse than B minus. Right, you're such a you know. You, I don't think you can judge yourself really. You know, we said that during B minus. You know what B minus is our most downloaded episode. Yeah, no. I can't figure out. It's weird. <laughs> and everybody after is like that episode sucked. Devlin's oh, who's everybody who said that? What? Nobody said that. We don't get any feedback whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, right in for Christ's sake! You download the episode. Look, all of you, come on! It's a, they say only one. <laughs> we got um, we got three reviews right off the bat, but we haven't since. But you know, people are busy. Look, gotta, I don't care if people are busy. You have to type. Should we make them the old man and the boy Facebook page? Um, you know what? I'll do that right when we're done recording this okay. podcast. I'll make an old man so, and boy um, Facebook page. So uh, so like the Facebook page, the old man and the boy. Now, do it. So, Devlin, um, uh, so we the last episode was um, General Custer, and what was it called? No more, or Hello, General Custer, Goodbye, Devlin's Mustache? That's yes. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, so Devlin's shaving now, and he's. Uh, Have you changed the podcast logo yet? I uh, know I'm about to. I was going to make this podcast first, so when I'm. All right, so when time. you're when we're done, you're done with the podcast. You're just going to change a picture, and I'm going to craft a Facebook page. I think that's great. I think that's fitting because you're a young person. All right, you should email me like a good, a couple good pictures. We should look at the. Um, we should look at the pictures. We took a bunch of pictures when we were out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Shall we do our segment? Um, yeah, I just, yeah, Devlin's, because Devlin's different, I'm different, I realized that the whole thing says 48 and 13, and now it's 49 and 14, and it seems like that shouldn't make such a big difference, but it does, doesn't it? I think it does. Everything's different. Yeah. You're wearing a bracelet. Uh, yeah, Fiona made me a bracelet, and it's red and black, it kind of looks pink and black. It's pink and black. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Don't do anything inappropriate. <laughs> hey, stop <laughs> it. Look, you're going to put the explicit marker anyway if we I go. I don't have to put it for anything. God dang it. Gosh dang it. You can say gosh dang it, I think. Can I say god dang it? Can I say? Uh, stop. So let's do our <laughs> first segment. What is it? Um, that's what we did. We figured it's out called, some segments uh, on uh, We only came up with two. We still need a third one. Actually, and, and neither of us are prepared. So I want the third segment to come up by the listeners. Post on the Facebook page. You hear me? I'll keep making that noise unless you post on the Facebook We're page. Lo- we lose a listener every time you make that noise. <laughs> we, can't, we can't afford the oh, There goes Kentucky, <laughs> the only stranger. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We got to get seriously. Gross noises are something people will not tolerate on a podcast. <laughs> they won't. It's like when people eat on podcasts. Um, the people say no, thank you. We ate on. We ate during B minus. Didn't we? Oh, that was bad. That's why it was bad. Probably not. We ate. No, it was bad because we weren't very funny. Quite similarly to this episode. Uh, you can't try to be funny. This is funny happens. That's not true. I, I, I think I could try to be funny if I wanted to. I just try. don't have enough energy. Go ahead and try. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> be funny. Do you want me to do a set? Uh, you always do it, and whether I ask you to or not. <laughs> Devil wants to be a comedian, so he's constantly working out material. You know? You're like, okay, it's not a night at the improv, buddy. Put it away. You know? <laughs> just talk to me like a person. <laughs> Comedians are people too. Not when they're performing. Really? I don't know. Go ahead. Be funny. All right. There is a mango tree, and up there are mangoes. <laughs> that is an inside joke, though. Yeah, no, you can't do inside jokes to reference TV shows. <laughs> it's no, not a reference. No I had a whole bit that. on that though about the mango t- or, and the the severed head. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the uh, you have to be able to set the context. Up so there is a there is a the History Channel. Uh, yeah, I'll do it at comedians. You know, the History Channel is really losing its credibility. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk. Okay. It's just stand up. You're just supposed I, well, to like. <laughs> aren't I supposed to be your straight man? Or you could heckle like, me, I guess. This is more like having a Costello. I'll be your straight man. No, you should heckle me then, if you're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know how to deal with the heckler? Have you figured that out? I, I mean, sort of. From from what I've seen, I think I might be able to do something. But I don't really have an hour of you know material. I, I'm still. I, I would. I, I haven't written material for this. 
But anyways, the History Channel is really losing its credibility. I mean, you know, they've got this TV show um, about uh, Mayans living in Kentucky, where they find they found supposedly some ancient statue, and this guy's flipping through a notebook that has all this stuff in the statue, and he's like, is that a severed head? And you can see over on the book that a black sharpie is pointing towards a cartoonishly, you know, inaccurate Mayan stone statue, and it's like, severed head labeled with an exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) That's so ridiculous. And then Survivor Man, too. I mean, he's just wandering around. There's like a mango tree, and he's like, This is a mango tree, and up there are mangoes. I mean, as if we yeah. care about those yeah. mangoes. I don't know, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't. He, all he does is make fires and, like, kind of walk around and, like, look for food. And complain about how uh, hot it is, or and how hungry he is, or how much he's suffering, or he better do something quick, or else something bad's gonna. And he's like, now I'm gonna play my harmonica because a harmonica is kind of, you know, it's kind of folksy. Just gonna sit here playing my harmonica. You know what would be exciting if he got attacked by a bear? That would be exciting. <laughs> There's just, you know what they really should be? It should be one other guy with a camera, not like maybe a very fancy one, so you can actually talk to him and aim the camera, and then a bear attacks and Survivor Man kills the bear. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I'm sure somebody isn't crazy enough to do that. Well, there was a guy there, Grizzly Man documentary. Remember that? I never saw that. I never saw it either, but the guy goes to Alaska and he lives with the grizzlies and he did it for several years in a row. And, and then he was killed? Yeah, he was killed and eaten and it was recorded on, mm, uh, wow. because the camera was still going while the grizzlies were Stupid, stupid bear. Girlfriend. Why are you devouring this this man? Uh, maybe stupid man. Stupid so bear, stupid I think. Bear. I, I think really? stupid bear. You're, you're, you're infringing on our capitalistic rights. <laughs> To what? Stick a camera in your face and film me? No, to live with the bears. <laughs> what does that have to do with capitalism? People love bears. I still hold it true. If you can prove me wrong, please tell me. But I think I still there's think nothing uh, more manly than wrestling a bear. I think it's nothing. Still, uh, like, nothing shows a lack of intelligence on the man's part, not the bear's part. We shouldn't we rename. We should. Bears, that we, we want to we, wrestle bears. But we want to go live with bears we, and then get eaten by. We them, should rename this podcast "The Old Man and the Bear." Okay. Okay. Um, oh, so that's that was our old segment that Devlin never approved of. Where I said, "What's this one going to be called?" <laughs> yeah. Or it's no, not this specific that. podcast. The whole podcast, like we're to replacing old men and the boy with the old man and the bear. I can't do it. We're too attached to uh, to our name. But but it's a bear. Yeah, we have a brand, buddy. We got okay. You know, fair enough. But first, I w- if anybody can come up with something more manly than wrestling a bear. Uh, I mean, not a bear, crap, a shark. Wrestling a shark. There's nothing more manly than wrestling a shark. And I'm willing to debate and argue about this over Facebook. Yeah, I'm sure you are. What? Uh, what's our first segment? It's called, What Was That Place? Or, What's That Place? <laughs> what's That Place? What's That Place? <laughs> so, this is a segment. We gotta got layer some music in. We gotta layer some music in. What's That Place? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make music cues at a different time. So here's right. What's That Place. Now, What's That Place is a segment where Dad or James asks me about a place, fictional or non-fictional, and I ask him about a place, and then we tell each other about the places. 
So he has to ask me about a place, and then I ask him about a place, and then you can hear us chat idly while you wash your car or bite a bear or a shark or claim that it's more manly to wrestle a bear than a shark. All right, Devlin, I'm going to ask you... Uh, you you always place. go first. This is a very important. Is that... Oh, that's the Yeah, because you're first. the old man, right? Yeah. Or the old bear. I'm the old bear. And I'm little bear. Oh, that's so funny. You know, Grandpa Jim and I were big bear and little bear. <laughs> and the Indian guides. Very, very un-PC. It, was, it wasn't the Native American guides. It was Indian guides. It was sort of... Wow. Like, it was for people who didn't have time to join the Boy Scouts, you know. Uh, <laughs> Great. And so. you were you were little bear? Uh-huh. Um, big bear. And then that like TV show came out for children and just ruined you. What TV show? Little Bear with the bears. Oh, yeah. yeah, that didn't ruin me. I love that show. You would that watch show. that show like on your own time. What? After what, finishing Deadwood for the billionth time. Not necessarily, but I watched it with you a lot when you were little. Little Bear. Mm. That's what uh, the the podcast should be renamed. Little Bear is poetic and beautiful. Uh, children's programming it's good yeah it's probably true what about Kipper that was your favorite of Fiona's or her yeah program. it was pretty funny he's Kipper it was like also bluesy so yeah, was, yeah he was like a, you know he was like a sassy little cockney uh, dog hard <laughs> <laughs> nuts and there was a bunch of blues music in it it was great yeah Kipper Kipper yeah he's called Kipper Kipper the big red dog nope and then we watched a lot of Caillou which is um, Caillou you remember? It was, it was fun, you know, just because it showed up. I don't know, because Kai was like a little kid. He was really whiny and, <laughs> and uh, got upset about things. And, he was you know, a realistic little kid. But there was, but it was kind of super sappy, sweet, you know, uh -huh. the way the conversations he'd have with his parents and, you know, stuff. So He was adorable. Yeah. What else? Uh, really Thomas. Matter. Thomas the Trank Engine was probably my favorite. The yeah, Trank Engine. The wow. Trank Engine. Yes, yeah, the Trank Engine. We used engine. to put together all those trains and stuff. Those are so cool. You know, they're neat. I've, wanted, I've missed those. I wanted to play with those. We could still things. play with those. Like, yeah, we would have to what? set up, like, a permanent set, though, as opposed to, like, doing Maybe it as we, we did as a child. When we moved to our new house. Well, <sighs> when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're for, that's probably not going to happen. Or maybe it'll happen. Uh, yeah, I already told them. They say they're going to move. Okay. I would love to move, but you're they never already gonna know move. it's not going to happen. You've no. told them that. Told who? You've told the listeners that before. No, but the, the, but Dad claims that he can move and he cannot. He just doesn't have the willpower. I may not. It may be too big of a move for me. We'll see. Every time Mom says that, she gets super defiant, and then like I ask her like get something for me and she claims that I should do it myself which leads me to believe it'll never never ever ever happen ever well you never know well this uh, you go first then for All our right, second so what's our, what's, what's that place um uh Carson's bedroom Okay, that's a, that's a great one. Okay, so Carson has a new bedroom, and I don't know if you know this, but Carson is my pal, and his house is like a submarine, okay? It's huge, but it's completely composed of tiny rooms. It's very odd. Now, you have to, as you enter the house, you're assaulted by some dogs who then, like, love you after two minutes of, ah, what? I cannot feed me. And then you can go, you go upstairs, and his room appears just to be a mess of... A, it's dominated by a bed, which maybe has a foot 
on either side <laughs> and a closet that's like three feet wide and one feet wide. So it's it's complete. It's dominated by this bed. There's a shelf. It's a new room. He used to live with yeah. uh, Snoop the Whale. Yeah, there, but it's, right. there's a shelving unit and it has a bunch of like robots and Lego figures and some uh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh and magic cards. It's got it's like a display, like a living display. It's quite cool. His closet is dominated by all sorts of riffraff, including a lightsaber uh, that it can beat people. You can beat people with, and a uh, he's got a tiny other little shelf which he keeps. I think Star Wars role-playing game stuff on, and his bed is gigantic too. It dominates the room, like I said earlier. Is it a large bed? It is. I. I it's captain size, perhaps. Captain size, it's like a twin bed, or is it a double bed? Bigger than a twin bed, but, like, not... Not quite a double. Yeah. That's funny, because Carson is a very small person. Yes, but he has a big heart. He has a big heart. A big spirit. Big spirit. Mostly spirit. Big voice, too. <laughs> always know. Carson, Carson walks into the room, everybody knows it. No, no, yeah, I, yeah that's a story I'll, I'll tell. Okay, I want you to talk about, um... How about... I have a place to Do the courtyard at the school with the ducks. That's your place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't spend a lot of time in there. It's, I, I teach at this big suburban uh, high school out in Beaverton, which is a suburb west of Portland. And um, there's, uh, you know, like, like a lot of schools, it was, you know, there are little courtyards here and there. Most of them are unusable um, just because it rains here all the time. The good thing about our new principal is he actually made a real effort to, to make this central courtyard usable so they put benches and um they they redid the landscaping and you know they put a lot of effort into making it nice and it's full of kids now every time you you walk down when the weather's nice which is kind of great so it's a real testament to what he did but for the longest time it's weird because i think ducks flying over look at it and it's pretty there are a lot of trees and vegetation and stuff and they see it as like a, a um Oh yeah, did I tell you that they came again this year too? <gasps> Every year they come. The, 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 a mother duck will come and have her ducklings in that courtyard. That's so cool. And one year they came, and everybody was so delighted by it. He wrote a one-man play about it. I did. I wrote a little one-person show about it. But the, the, everybody was so delighted when we were watching all the ducks from the windows, and the girls were like, "Oh, it's so cute," you know. And everybody was just going nuts over him. But the weird thing is, is and and people, you know, um, uh, the guys were like the jocks, say, stupid duck, yeah. you know, can't even, can't even like do a full court press. <laughs> <laughs> but then they were, so, and then he's like, oh, it's so cute, so cute. Um, and then, um, and then, uh, come the, over here. The VP kind of was it uh, was charmed by it, and he bought a big bag of feed, and they put a little um, baby pool out there with water in it, so they had a place to swim and. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it, it was kind of a, a dead end for those ducks because there was no way out for them. So they, they it's, it's completely locked in and the, the little ducklings couldn't fly. They had to walk, so there was nowhere to, to get them to because it was a courtyard right in the center of the school with no exit. And and one by one, terrible things happened to them. <laughs> Just full. Um, they, they forgot to put a way out of the baby pool, so... A couple of the ducks drowned in the baby pool, the ducklings, because they That's got so in sad. and they couldn't get out. Um, uh, some of them, and then, and then uh, some of them died of uh, of like the heat, heat stroke, because mm. they, they got super hot. Um, I think, uh, and then one of them uh, was devoured by a hawk. Oh, did any survive? I don't think so. I think finally it got to the end, and then and then the next day you looked, and, and the mother duck was gone. She had flown out. 
but it was like she had picked this little oasis, hoping it would be a safe place and did, for her and, But so now more ducks are following her brood. Out. But everybody's learned from that in the last few years. And so they, they come and they get set up shop, and then uh, there's a bunch of teachers that are like on it in a heartbeat, and they call the Gee. Audubon Society and uh, you know get them set up. And the Audubon Society takes them. We just, we just you know, I, I helped one year gather them up and put them in a box. And then a teacher takes them down to the Audubon Society, yeah. And, uh, Do you like touching the duck? You know, like, like cuffing it in your hand? Yeah, I mean, they, it's this little ball <laughs> of like soft fluffiness. Yeah. Was <laughs> it angry at you that. when you picked it up? No. Oh. Well, they're tiny and terrified, you know. It's this giant creature yeah, just hefting sure. it from its baby pool. Sure, but it's, it, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting, of course. It's nice <clears> that it's um, getting all the action that it gets now. I like, I like that because it's... You know, I kept wanting to do a play out there or something, but it's a weird, it's a weird space. It's hard to picture sort of like where the audience would go, and and trees are sort of in the way. Should we should we move on to our next segment? Yeah, what's the next segment? So this is after the segment. We're going to wrap up after one final secret announcement I have. Okay. Um, and that is uh, how uh, how crazy are you? I believe is what we decided on. <laughs> I'm crazy, are you? And, and this is in the last 24 hours. How crazy have you been? Hmm. You first again. I've been, I don't know. I'm not sure how crazy. I've been very emotional the last uh, 24 hours. Um, it was weird. I think I, you know, I, uh, I put that, the baby table, we call it the baby table. Uh, something Devlin had and Fiona had. And we got this idea that we, you know, uh, we took everything out of our kitchen. So we have this tiny little kid table that we set up right in one corner of the living room with two little chairs. And Trace put Devlin's little cup and his uh, bowl that he made that has his decorations on it. And Fiona's out there too. And I was like, oh, <laughs> those were our kids. And they were so little. And now they're just awful. Just no, awful. Not that at all. But just that, just that it was, um, you know, time passing and, all right. you know, things changing. And then, um, and then I, w I had to watch my kids do their scenes today, and I never know how it's going to be. And I saw four scenes, and they were so good, and they did um, super emotionally powerful work. And I was, I was. Were you in tears? I got a little choked up. I did. It was. So, it was always that scary thing, is like, because I am, I will, I'll go there, you know. And mm -hmm. I think I can feel my students go, "Oh, don't cry, please don't cry." <laughs> I have to pause for a minute, and then I get it together and I keep going. Uh, Teachers aren't supposed to cry, but no. I do. I do get. I go right to that. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So how crazy have you been? I'm going to say on a scale of 1 to 24. Oh, 1 to 24. That's a crazy scale. Because it's 24 hours in a day. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, 12. 12. 12? No, that's half crazy. I'm not sure if I was half crazy. I mean, it was emotional, but I wasn't... Uh, uh, a little bit of Tourette's, but not terrible. Um, I'm going to... 9. 9. Okay. okay. Now, I've been actually pretty normal in the past, but today we did the slave game. Oh, you were a slave. And I was not a slave. I was a, a what's it called? Slave master? <laughs> no, I was a, I was helping the slaves. I was one of the people. Oh, you were part of the... Um, underground Railroad. So this is a game where our core teacher sets all the teachers up as either slave catchers or uh, safe houses. And you need six signatures and some people who will just harbor you but aren't part of the railroad. And you need six Underground Railroad signatures, but you can be caught. And I, 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 uh, I, I was completely and utterly just alive with the best of it. And then we got caught by Mr. Emig, who signed our thing, and he was one of the people, and then he turned us in when we saw him next. 
after like being so favorable, he so switched he on us. He sense. went backseas. Did he? It was have... all part of his master plan. Oh, did he have that and, option that was legal? Yes, was and I was so angry at him. And then. What happened is Mr. Crone gave me permission to be a slave catcher and track down a group of Michael Bennett, uh, Andrew Pushki, and uh, Leonte. And these kids are just nuts, right? And so I had to wait for a little bit, though. And I was waiting around. And I went to Mr. Gentile's room, and he was watching a Renaissance video with his kids. And I hung out for a little bit and joked around, and Mr. Gentile was cool. And then I asked him, hey... Can I can I do the stopping and starting of the video? And he let me teach his class for 15 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 15, 20, like, it was 10 minutes and then another 15 minutes, I'm going to say. So, oh like, 25 God. minutes of me. And you remembered everything that he had well, said. Well, what, what it was is that, well, I already had a pretty good knowledge of the Renaissance. We were watching this video, and I would stop the video and tell the notes to write down. It was very fun. And I didn't do it as poorly as Gentile did, I think. And, and everybody liked it. I mean, not as poorly on his standards, but on the kids' standards. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they didn't want me to leave. Did Mr. Gentile have to instru- uh, correct you or anything? He occasionally added a note, but I, he said, yeah, I didn't have to teach Devlin much. Occasionally correct him, but I didn't have to teach him. <laughs> it, was very, it was very flattering. It was yes. super fun, though. That was my, the highlight of my day was teaching him. his class. Uh, it's so nice that he let you do that. <laughs> yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, it was pretty fun and a, uh, the other thing is you get a yardstick as a slave catcher and I got to slap my yardstick on my on my palm it was, it was really fun um, and uh, yeah I jerked around and it was, it was great so I'm going to say uh, I was pretty normal but I was so crazy I'm going to say 14 out of 25 Oh. Due to this whole like, sla- I taught somebody else's class without a degree, yeah. <laughs> and you know that's their notes. I so put crazy, down. Crazy stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need to we need to sort of um, uh, figure out what we're at here. I mean, maybe we need to adjust this um, this segment a little bit. Like, what is perhaps it? now? Because I feel like, does it mean like, how crazy do you feel? You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe it's okay that it's as you know what? It's big and I think it's like either we're. Okay, well, I think we're wrapping up, but before we do, I want to make my announcement. Okay. So, in the future, our show will be divided into three segments. Uh, what's that place? How crazy are you? And a segment suggested by a listener to the podcast via the Facebook page or in an iTunes review. That uh, segment will be the third segment in our show. Every week, okay, and maybe we'll maybe we'll mix them up as we go, right? Yes, maybe and we now the second thing is so that is the announcement, uh, um, and the also we need uh, what's it called? We need uh, um, to if you have any ideas for how crazy are you or what's that place? Yeah, uh, please tell us. It should create how crazy for you? Should it be just you know because because um, Devlin kind of took it as crazy things that had happened and it seemed like he had a really positive time, but he's putting a high score just because it was uh, it, it was, was out of the ordinary. Yeah, right? it was it was crazy. Or should it be crazy? <laughs> <laughs> like how crazy are you? How unstable how, are you? If I had to go there, I would have said would you said? ten. Even that high, really? Last twenty four hours. Yeah, because I I went kind of nuts during the slave game. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, running yeah. around with yeah. a yardstick and prior running around speaking in hushed tones, yeah. becoming very angry very quickly. Well, it's teaching I'm, someone's I'm class. Crazy. I know that sounds great. I'm glad to, in a way, I'm glad to hear that crazy can be good sometimes too, huh? Because yeah. it seems like you had a great day. It was it was pretty right. fun. Yeah. All right. Well. 
Goodbye, podcast neighbor. Bye, podcast neighbors.